this is Sarah. And this is Rachel. And this is The Ripa Diaries, a podcast where we rip apart episode by episode The Vampire Diaries. Warning, this is a rewatch podcast, so there are potentially spoilers ahead for any point in the series. This week, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 9, History Repeating. In this week's episode, Bonnie is being haunted by the necklace, the crystal, the token, whatever they call it, and Emily, of course. And Matt and Caroline have more drama. And most importantly, I think, we finally get to meet Alaric. I forget he comes in so late. Like, I always think he's there the episode after Tanner dies. Yeah, he he feels like a character that was in the series for the entirety of its run. I mean, he's literally had the longest run. He was in Legacies. Yeah. Like, he's been in it forever. (laughs) So, yeah, it is weird that it took so long for him to get here. But now he's back. Yes. Here for the first time, I guess. Yeah, he's back to us, arrived for the first time to them. Yeah. Yeah, he... He also just has such a great introduction. Mm-hmm. He, we first, you know, see him say, like, oh, you can call me Rick, whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, he's sort of giving, like, I'm trying to be a cool teacher. Yeah. Which can go either way. But then he has the whole thing with Jeremy where he gives him mm-hmm. the opportunity to do extra credit. And I'm like, yeah. this is what a good teacher should be like. Yes, that was exactly my thoughts. Is like, wow, he actually is such a good teacher in this point And mm-hmm. just such a good person i think yeah and we don't definitely. get a great sense of it but it does seem like it at least in regards to jenna and to jeremy and that really goes downhill in season three <laughs> after multiple bad events happen he becomes a drunk and whatever we'll get to that, that point eventually yeah, that'll happen but for now he is like just this great cool like would have loved to have him as a teacher yeah definitely no he's so easy to talk to we see them also later after he gives Jeremy the other chance or the chance to do extra credit. Mm-hmm. We see him, you know, hanging out in the grill and then Jeremy yeah. and Jenna are together and they get to talk. Yeah, and yeah. The three of them talk. They talk about the project. Yeah. I don't know. He's just so cool. He's so easy. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it's so funny that he does call, like tell the students to call him Rick. Because there's a moment in season two where Elena calls him Rick, which is, it's actually Klaus in the large <laughs> well, body. That's true. <laughs> so that's an aside. But she calls him Rick and people look at her like she's like weird for it. Yeah. And it's like, wait, they do call him Mr. Saltzman. Like yeah. I remember in season two, like Dana or whatever her name is, is always calling him like mm, Mr. Yeah. Saltzman, which also is not that much of a mouthful of a name. I feel like it's no. really not that hard to say. No, especially not just the last name. Like Yeah. Saltzman. It's yeah, not Saltzman is pretty easy, and Alaric. Yeah. It's a different name, I suppose. But once you hear it, I feel like you don't forget that that's how you pronounce it. No, so not it's really. just funny that he walks in. Oh yeah, it's a mouthful. <laughs> it's a really bad name. Yeah, Alaric Saltzman. It's like a little. It's cool guy. It's mysterious. Mm-hmm. It's different. It's not yeah. just like you know. Men have, like, three names. It's yeah. not one of the three names men have, so it's kind of fun. Yeah. Like, so, what's Mr. Tanner's first name? Probably, like, Joe. Yeah, it, it probably Jim. is. Yeah, it's, like, Joe or Jim Tanner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, Tanner. J name, for like, sure. Yeah, Tanner. It's probably Danny Tanner. I don't Danny know. Danny Tanner. No. No, but, yeah, he, he immediately also positions himself as being the complete opposite of Mr. Tanner. Yeah. Tells Jeremy about the jackass file yes. that is an opus to Jeremy. Oh, my Jeremy. God. Ridiculous. I don't understand why Mr. Tanner, like, had it out for Jeremy. As far as I can tell, he just, like, slacked off and wasn't a great student for, like, three months also. After his parents died. How many times can we say that? Yeah. It just makes no sense. A whole file dedicated to Jeremy being a jackass? What? Yeah, Jeremy, as far as we know, Jeremy mostly skipped class. Exactly. Which, of anything, is, like, one of the laziest, like, 
attempts at ruining a class or whatever yeah. you could make. Like, that's not disrupting the class at all. He's just no. not showing up. Yeah, it, he's really doing nothing. Like, it, I don't know. I, I, That's why I feel like he had some personal vendetta. But he why? I don't did, know. But why? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But either way, Jeremy, it's like the perfect timing for him because, of course, we know from the last few episodes, he's been, like, very changing. He mm-hmm. wants to turn around his grades. He cares about school again. Yes. So it's the perfect timing to have a Lark show up right now and be really willing to, like, listen to him and help him turn it around. If it had still been Tanner, Jeremy was failing that class either way. Like, for sure. For there was sure. no making up for it. Yeah. Maybe but, even if he had always been a good student. Who yeah. Knows? Literally. <laughs> probably all those students were failing. With probably. <laughs> they probably were. But Alaric, he's written extra credit on the board for everybody yeah. to see. He's ready. He, he tells him to write a paper yeah. about anything. Anything that he's interested yeah. in related to history which is like okay cool guy assignment that's awesome yeah so jeremy now gets to pick his own topic which he tells jenna about Mm -hmm. um and she of course suggests that you know look at your old family history your dad was really into that he's collected Mm -hmm. a bunch of diaries journals and you could write something really interesting on that which first of all would love to do that i'm a history nerd and that would be so fun yeah, I don't even like history, but <laughs> it, like, failed the AP U.S. history <laughs> exam. But that is such a cool project. Like, it's just so, it's so different. And the school projects where they gave you, where teachers would give you so much latitude were always the best. So I feel like. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. Yeah, just allow you to find the interest. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And because you can write on anything. Exactly. Well, and I think he did say local history focused. True. He suggested True. it. I'm sure he would have like accepted any paper but he was kind of saying you know there's lots of rich history yeah which is also just cool that he is interested in that and yeah encourages him to do that yeah and jenna encourages him further which also gets jenna (laughs) even more flirty batty eyes at uh at alaric at the diner yes i love her they have a little introduction when like jeremy's still there and the three Mm -hmm. of them get to talk and then yeah we later see Jeremy leave, and then Jenna approaches Alaric yeah. on her own. <laughs> She's so real for this. She immediately is like, let me tell you about this guy, Logan. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere. Yeah, but then he totally vibes with it. It's yeah, like, no. let me tell you about my dead wife who's yeah. missing. Yeah, it's a cold case. They yeah. never found her. It works. They, it works. vibes so well. And they, they carry do. that through to when they... um. They go home later. He brings her home. Yeah. And at the doorway, they're talking about how pathetic they were and how yeah. dirty they were in high school. They just vibe. They're like, yeah, we're both yeah. just like lame, but not lame anymore. And it's really cute. Oh. They they yes. match energy really well. They really do. Like, I was thinking this whole episode. They both have really good chemistry mm-hmm. with each other. Amazing. And also, it just reminded me, Jenna deserves so much more. I'm like, yeah. I love their relationship and when I it starts know. off and it's so pure and <laughs> it's so good before well, it gets ruined so here's the thing though we only think that is rewatchers. i think the True. first time watching this you come at it from i mean you still like them but obviously you have no idea what's going on with him True. because that moment well, yeah. is a big moment where they come to the house she's about to invite him in and she says actually i shouldn't like jeremy's yeah. here you know you're his teacher that's weird yeah. um so i won't invite you in mm-hmm. and he just hovers in the doorway so you're supposed yes. to suspect he hasn't been he, invited in. Yeah, he can't come in. Not yeah. just that he won't. Exactly. And he that he's can't. respecting Jen's wishes. Yeah, he can't. And they drop another hint earlier in the episode yep. with the ring. Exactly. Jeremy very, like, obviously calls out his ring. They do a close-up of it. It's a big, antique-looking ring. Very similar to Damon and Stefan's. Yes. Um, so they're clearly dropping hints, even yes. like on a rewatch. You're like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be thinking that he's like a vampire. Yeah. 
that he's up to something. Yeah. yeah. We're not supposed to have any sort of clue, like, what he is or what he's doing, but 100% you're supposed to think he's a vampire. Yeah, definitely. And, I, again, I think that's why they're sort of giving him this, like, cool air, like, air yeah. aura, I guess aura. is the word I'm trying to go for. But air, I don't know. Yeah. And they're, yeah, they're trying to make him seem like mm-hmm. he's a vampire, interesting, yeah. which is really funny because at the end of the episode... Jenna yeah. has her little run-in, but it's, a, it's an interesting parallel. Yeah, of course. But and we'll they, get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, the only other thing to say on that is uh, Jeremy does start going through the boxes yes. to get yeah. um, his research going, and he does find a very important relic in Vampire yes. Diaries, the diary of Jonathan Gilbert from 1864. Yes. Yeah, I I mean, when Jenna suggested that Jeremy do the project in the first place, I forgot that these weren't already introduced because they're yeah. just so integral to the entire show. Yeah, that's how like, they learn most things. Yeah, for like the next, at least all the way yeah. through season two, they're learning stuff oh, from the diary. Yeah. So yeah, it becomes such a key element of the story. And this yeah. is the first episode it's introduced. Jeremy has yeah. unearthed it. Very exciting. Yes. Lots to Lots, lots to we'll there. talk about there. Related to Jonathan Gilbert, same yes. time, same place, Emily Bennett. Yes, Emily. Big I Emily love, episode. Yeah. <laughs> I love Emily. She's kind of fun, especially in the flashbacks and everything. Mm-hmm. But she's so scary in this episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> the first time that I watched this episode. Oh, my God. Terrified. I, mean, I was like 13, mind you. Yeah. So it probably was genuinely the scariest thing I'd ever watched. Yes. I was like, I was shocked. I this was an episode of horror for me. No, it was it was a horror television show in yeah. this episode. They it's they went great. out of genre, but it was amazing. It was no, so I good. Like it. I mean, it works really well. It's also like this is the first ghost episode, right? Maybe we yeah. had some hints at Emily before, but this is the first ghost episode, which prompts Definitely. itself to horror and to yeah. scary stuff. So yeah, it even more so than the vampires. And yes, thing. <laughs> yeah, the already scary elements. Ghosts yeah. crosses a line. Yes, yeah, so much more scary. So we start this episode with the same thing that we ended the last episode mm-hmm. on, which is Emily is appearing to Bonnie in her dreams yes. and she's making her wake up in cemeteries like or i guess this time it's the old church ruins she wakes up yes. literally like in the church ruins um and she tells her this is where it started mm-hmm. this is where it has to end yes help me yes it's pretty great the dream though is so scary where she's like and it's like a dream inside a dream i think this was the yeah. same year inception came out so it was like <laughs> of the vibe <laughs> they were they were really trying to recreate something <laughs> yeah they definitely were it was of the moment so she's like sleeping in class, yeah. has the dream where she's at the church or whatever. Then she like tells this girl, stop, turn around, stop looking at me. Like, yep. great body moment. But it's a dream. And then Emily's there and then she wakes up again and it's just like keeps escalating. Yep. Poor Bonnie. <laughs> yeah. No, poor Bonnie. This is, I love this episode because it is so Bonnie focused. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she goes she... through it in this episode. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, anytime an episode is focused on anyone, they're going through it. It's, it's bad. True. It's not that good if an episode is focusing on you. You don't want it to um, focus on you, yeah. But Bonnie, when she's getting focused on, oof, she gets it like 10 times worse than I feel like other characters oh, do. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, her ending in this episode and, oh my gosh, all of her other episodes. The next I'm like, few episodes, oh. it's going to be rough yeah. time for um, Bonnie. Yeah. And then you've got Caroline, who's just like showing up at school that morning, talking to Elena, being like, I'm mad at Bonnie. And like, yeah, she's, about she the crystal. Give you the necklace. Yeah, she doesn't care about Damon anymore, but she still cares about the necklace yeah. for some reason. Which Caroline forgets that. 
all of the horrible things she said to Bonnie, I guess, but beside yeah, the point. Caroline's just being high school Caroline. Yes. And Elena's like, I want nothing to do with it. But she kind of gives Caroline the update that she's dealing with all of this stuff and drama right now. Yeah. Um, which, of course, meanwhile, Stefan's not at school. He's just no. hanging out with Damon shirtless for some reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just got to show that. Got to show the abs. Obviously. Yeah, looking very much not like a 17-year-old, but that's <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> Literally. Um, and they start this whole bit of, yeah. like, imitating each other. And yes. This is, like, one of my favorite episodes in terms of, like, this is the episode that makes you fall in love with the brotherhood mm-hmm. of Stefan yes. and Damon. This Absolutely. is the Salvatore Brothers episode episode yeah great no they have such a strong start and they i mean damien also even says which i love he's like why can't we just get back to the brother thing we used to do it really well and i'm like you obviously don't really know much about it at this point but it's like oh you're right damien's right they should just be friends i know they are so great when they're friends yes and obviously this episode they can't be friends because you know stefan alludes to it at the start of the episode like i just killed your oldest and dearest friend yeah so (laughs) So, not really getting along no but because there's like a larger mission at hand for both of them they're sort of playing nice and we do get to see what it's like when they just sort of spend time together and it's yeah. great they have so no, much fun it's so good i love it yeah no and they i mean stefan is originally against the idea of course but mm-hmm. then it comes yeah. into play it comes into play they're yes. two schemes they're two parallel schemes of yes. course because a lot is still going on at the high school with yes. all the drama bonnie fills in elena with everything that's going on mm-hmm. you know she says like well grams would just tell me to go with it she would just be like yeah, embrace she'd it be like, embrace it be a witch yeah. yeah be emily's vessel i guess yeah. yeah so elena's getting like increasingly worried about yeah bonnie and with everything going on there yes um and stefan does show up to the school to talk to elena yeah and while stefan is there talking to elena damon comes to just harass bonnie i'm yeah. like i'm wondering this whole time did they carpool like did they both i know i was wondering that together? too i was like they definitely just decided they're gonna spend the whole day together and we're like well i gotta talk to elena well i, well, gotta, I gotta talk, talk to, to bonnie. bonnie so i guess they just went together. together yeah, yeah they're there at the same exact time. Yep. And yeah, Damon's just asking about the necklace. Mm-hmm. And we start to kind of get some hints about a larger thing going on. Not anything yeah. actually, but he just says, a deal's a deal. Tell yeah. Emily I said a deal's a deal. So it's like, yes. he has a deal with Emily. Of course, by the end of the episode, we know what that is. Um, yes. But we're he's starting to hint at it much more heavily than we've seen in the past. Yes. So and he's he's really yeah, he's really putting the pressure on Bonnie mm-hmm. and is really trying to get it. Obviously doesn't do anything to her because the last time the crystal like zapped him or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he threatens Bonnie and then of course Bonnie tells Alina, like any friend mm-hmm. would, and Alina tells Stefan. Of course. And <laughs> that's where Stefan's scheme comes into play because Stefan and Alina put together that it's Mm-hmm. Emily's necklace from 1864 that was that she gave to Catherine mm-hmm. and somehow it's tied up in this whole thing and Stefan yeah. Stefan the investigator of he's course. on the case he's yeah. always a scientist he always has to figure out what's at the root of something yes exactly so that's what he is on a mission to do in this episode he's like yeah I gotta figure this out now I have to go figure out what Damon's up to yes and that's that's the whole uh sort of episode up for Stefan and Damon that now like okay they're they're gonna do this they're gonna spend yeah. the whole time together Stefan yeah. is going to go find Damon at the grill and yeah. they continue their little bit of acting like each other um yeah. it's so great Stefan does like Damon's smoldery eyes like, yes he keeps, like, and he does it really well he actually does it pretty well that's the perk of like being actors and spending all that time together um 
you know, you start to like know how to yeah, imitate the other yeah. person. It works really well. Then we also, of course, get Damon, who's doing the stilted pain. Stefan voice, yes. my life is torture. Yes. He nails that, too, pretty well. Yes, they both nail it. It's yeah. so good. Which he says, he's like, I'm not very good at the... I don't remember how he says it. He's like, I'm not very yeah. good at the channeling the pain that that entails. Or something <laughs> yes. like that, the torturedness. Yeah, something along those lines. And it's, it's Very like, accurate. Yeah, very, very accurate. But also, yes, you are, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just as tortured. We'll see that at the end of the episode. Yes. Oh. Um, but for now, they're playing darts and pretending yep. everything's good, hanging out at the yeah. grill, just pretending to be each other. Yep. Stefan's apparently been spending the last 145 years being amazing at darts. Yeah. <laughs> they That's... draw a little scoreboard and it says, Stefan, 50-50, Damon, 1. <laughs> yeah. No, it's That's so funny. good. And Damon does say that. Like, how did you get so good at darts? And Stefan's yeah. like, decades of practicing and honing the yeah. skill, which I'm like, wonderful use of your time, Stefan. Yeah. But also, same, I probably would do that, too. Yeah, I'd be not? learning all of these um, random dates and memorizing yeah. things and playing darts. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah, gotta pass the time somehow. Gotta pass the time somehow. And the other way is playing uh, catch football with your brother. Yes. This I, is uh, when the scene really starts to get to. This is yeah. the real, like, okay, brothers. Yeah, the playing the darts is fun, but the football playing catch, especially because we've already seen the flashback, Mm-hmm. it's just so it's so much more emotional it's so much more nostalgic yes it's so it's just everything i love that scene and they also like just when they fall down oh, and they just so cute. yeah it's so cute it's i don't so know cute and and damon says it too he's like okay what's going on you like we drank all day yeah we're playing football yeah, Stefan's not the fun. stars <laughs> yeah Stefan's not fun unless it's without like an ulterior motive exactly so yeah he's like what is going on um and stefan you know doesn't want to reveal his cards too soon so he brings up Catherine, which i don't know how that was any better than just revealing what this was actually about yeah um but he says that their love for Catherine wasn't real that it took him many years to realize that they didn't love Catherine, that it was compulsion that it was they didn't feel anything true for her um which damon doesn't really comment on in that moment he's just like i don't want to talk about this but you get the Mm -hmm. sense like and as we've gotten the sense throughout the series that stefan just hasn't for whatever reason believed is like whether or not it was real for damon damon still 100 percent believes it was real yes um yeah so you know the vibes get a little bit more like tense in that moment damon kind of threatens to kill him (laughs) as usual um and then stefan has to kind of reveal his cards and mention the crystal yeah which is a sign to Damon, who's like, wait, like, how do you know about the crystal? How did you yeah. know that that was Catherine's? Um, and it oh. was, of course, because Damon, yeah. I think, says that she got it the last, the last night, night mm-hmm. um, that last day. And Damon was with her on her last day. She was the last one to see her, supposedly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he assumes that. Yeah, I don't know why, especially once we find out, like, how their story ends. Yeah. Or, or Catherine's story I in 1864 ends. Well, I think that's the thing. She probably, like, slept with Damon earlier yeah, and then that Stephen. night and then <laughs> slept with Stefan. And so it's like, he just assumed. <laughs> she's wild. She so is. he just assumed, like, oh, well, like, I was with her that night. Who else right. could have been with her? Of course, yeah, Stefan was. Um, but, yeah, so conversation gets continually more tense. Um, and then, of course, uh you know, that's when they acknowledge, like, something's going on with the crystal. Mm-hmm. This is Damon's plan. He kind of has to reveal his cards yes. now. 
and he says that um he made a deal with emily that there is a tomb under the church yes everything this is the plot is in motion i'm so excited yeah the tomb is revealed that it even exists he Mm -hmm. says i'm gonna bring her back Mm -hmm. so we know that Catherine is down there in this moment yes Catherine is alive yes Catherine's alive Mm -hmm. he also reveals that he needed the comet to pass mm-hmm. for the crystal to be activated or so- yeah. something like that. I actually feel like this was the first time watching that scene that I understood what they were saying. I feel like every time I, I watch it, because we watched, we watch the show all the time. So we most yes. recently watched it a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> and when we watched it a few months ago, yes, yeah, self-report. I remember when we watched yes. it a few months ago, we had a whole conversation not understanding the comet and the crystal and how it was yeah, like. So I we forgot it was even it part out. of it. Yeah, we were confused. But then, so this time, I it was so fresh in my head that when mm-hmm. I was watching it, I was like, okay, wait, I think I get it now. Yes. The crystal has to charge from the comet, is what Damon says. It's yeah. like, the power released with the comet charges the crystal. Now the crystal is activated. It doesn't matter that it's been a couple weeks or however long it's been since the yeah, comet Yeah, it's like passed. turned on, basically. Yeah, basically it was yeah. like turned on. And so in 1864, Emily charged the crystal with that comet used that to do the mm-hmm. 18 to the do the tomb spell yeah in 1864 that and no more magic it has to wait 100 and whatever years yep. to get charged again now it's gone charged again and it's ready to be channeled for magic i feel so smart i'm like i finally i, know, got I finally it. understand it i don't know why it's not really that confusing it's but not, i just never but... really well also i think the other problem is the night of the comet it just kind of happens you don't it, yeah, know anything about happens. his plan and it's what the second episode it happened so quickly i you just don't know enough about it i think so yeah i yeah. only finally realized like i like feel like i got it on this <laughs> this, this watch. watch well i also think part of it is to like the first watch it just doesn't mean anything it's like right okay he needed the comment he needed the crystal right. whatever but as you start rewatching, you're like wait but like most of the times when a witch needs a celestial event mm-hmm. they have to do the spell that night to channel it Right. That's why I think we were getting confused because it's like, you know, if you need to harness the energy of right. the comet, you should have done the tomb spell that night. The night of the, yeah. But no, the the comet is just charging the necklace that at a later date will get channeled. It's just very weird. We haven't seen magic it's done different. that way. It's very different. Any other time. So yeah. it, it throws me, but now I'm like, okay, I got it. I understand what they were doing now. Yeah, exactly. Also, if you're a first watcher, which I hope you're not if you're listening to our <laughs> podcast, but... On a first watch, you also don't really know about tying magic to celestial events at this point. So That's it's not, true. Again, it's not it's, that crazy it's just to not throw even, out there. Yeah. yeah, it's not even really clear how that would even work in the first place. You're also probably so thrown by the Catherine yeah, stuff. That's true. There's too many other things getting introduced that, like, him just throwing out that the comet yeah. was a part of it. You're like, oh, okay. I don't know. I'm still thinking about yeah. the Catherine thing, that she's been in a tomb for 140 yeah. years. Which we haven't really seen full desiccation yet, so we don't even exactly. know what that looks like. Exactly. Yeah, we saw... The barest taste of it when Damon was locked up. He was not even near desiccation. He was just, like, sweaty. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he was just still getting in Caroline's mind somehow. So he was fine. So he was pretty much fine. He had so much blood in his system, I think, that four days drying out was basically nothing. No. So, yeah, we haven't seen yet what 140 years under a, uh, in a tomb will do to a person. Yeah. To a vampire. So, lots of new things getting introduced. Yes. And some old things. We always got the girl drama. Oh the high school yes. teenage girl drama. Yes. Which I will say, love. 
Oh, so I love fun. it. I love it. It's too real. It's, it's too real. It's the representation <laughs> that I need. No, I know. I'm like, I really feel seen in this moment. Like, just watching yeah. <laughs> them interact. Yes. Especially just, I don't know, some of, like, Caroline's bluntness. Mm-hmm. And, like, just the way she says things where you just kind of, like, embellish and you're just dramatic yeah. about everything. Oh, my God. So real. It's just so funny. It's so real. So, I don't know if we've said yet. They're having the sleepover. Yes. While the boys are bonding. While yeah. the boys are bonding. Because earlier in the episode when Elena and Bonnie were talking about the necklace and how she was freaked out and the nightmares and whatever, um, she pulls over on the side of the road, throws the necklace out mm-hmm. into a field, and Bonnie's like, or Elena's like, I don't feel comfortable with you, like, staying by yourself. Yes. Like, you need to be with somebody. Like, let's just have a whole girl's night of it. Yeah. So she's coming over so that, you know, Elena can keep an eye on her. I don't know. I don't know if she's going to stay up all night and make sure she doesn't <laughs> walk to the cemetery again or what, but that's the plan. Yeah. Um, but I think unknown to Bonnie, Caroline is also <laughs> invited to the sleepover. <laughs> Which is also a very classic high classic school girl high move. school girl thing. Yeah, like I feel like I really relate to Elena in this episode. Oh my gosh! Um, you know, she's just being this peacekeeper, and she forces Caroline yeah. to come, and she also forces Caroline to apologize about the necklace mm-hmm. right at the start. So they have this sort of tense little interaction in the kitchen while they're unpacking their food. They got yes. takeout, also classic girl yes. sleep overnight, and. They say they're going to do each other's nails, and Bonnie brought her stuff, so Caroline mm-hmm. goes to get in her bag, and she finds the necklace in yes. the bag, and she just turns around and says, why are you such a little liar, Bonnie? <laughs> oh, my God. Caroline is just always right to the point. She's, she's very blunt. I will give her that. <laughs> she's not mincing her words. No. Basically, every scene we have from Caroline in this first season <laughs> reminds me of the ep- the earlier episode, episode three i think it was when elena says to damon caroline has some really (laughs) annoying traits but she's still my friend yes yeah yeah i see that elena's really loyal for this for this (laughs) whole episode um so yeah she finds a necklace and she's just like liar yes but caroline or but bonnie and elena are freaked out because they saw the necklace get thrown into the field and Elena confirms that. She's like, I saw her do it. Like, it's not, something's going on here. And Caroline's like, you know, somebody explain mm-hmm. this to me. I don't understand. Like, it just seems like you're lying. And so then, you know, Bonnie and Elena are kind of talking on the side, like, oh, Emily. Like, yeah. this must be Emily. And then <laughs> Bonnie. <laughs> I'm so hard to not just burst I know, I just want to laugh. I can't even talk about it. But Bonnie turns to Caroline and says, I'm a witch. And Caroline says, <laughs> And don't we all know it? <laughs> Caroline, I like literally, I don't even, I don't, I have nothing to say. I don't know how to talk about it. There's not, I mean, well, that's a mic drop. There's nothing that's more a mic to drop. say. And don't we and all don't know we it? don't we all know it? She, oh, she was fast with that one. She was. Yeah, Caroline is quick witted also. She is, but she's using it for evil. <laughs> yes. Because later, I mean, I think, like, in, like, season three, four especially, Mm -hmm. she becomes, like, one of the real masterminds of the team. Like, she is constantly the one who's, like, piecing things together, figuring things out first. She's so smart. She's so smart. She's quick. Right now, though, she's using (laughs) it for bad purposes. Yes. So, you know, immediately, Elena's trying to, like, break them up, and Bonnie's just like, this is serious, and they get into a whole fight. Yep. We come back later, and Bonnie's just sitting by herself in the living room, 
sad Again, basically a girl's sleepover classic oh my god did you even go to a girl's sleepover if one person didn't leave the room all upset and the other person <laughs> had to come apologize and it was a whole event for like an hour yes that like ruined the night but then eventually somebody apologizes and then it's fine yeah and then you forget about it yeah no, so exactly. accurate so accurate so and caroline does say um i'm like she apologizes and she says I say this knowing that Elena's in the next room listening oh. to every word I say, which again, so accurate. Oh my no, God. She's so good. She really, they really like knew what they were doing with teen female friendship. Oh in my this God. Scene. Yes. Like especially, especially like a female friendship trio. Yeah. Like I've been in several female friendship trios in my life and they've got it down pat. Like they yes. know what's going on. They know exactly how Right down work. to the fact that like, Right now, Caroline and Bonnie aren't getting on, and Elena's good. But in a few episodes, <laughs> that flips, and Caroline and Bonnie are solid, and Elena and Bonnie don't get along. So, like, they know it's what's so going good. on. No, they know it's so what's going good. On. Yeah, it's so accurate. Yeah, Julie Pleck, I see you. You've been in female friendship <laughs> trios. Had, yeah, you've had female friendship. Um, and so then you know, once Caroline apologizes, she's like, "I'm all in. I, I'm good with the magic yeah. stuff. I don't believe it, but if you believe it, I'm in. So let's do a séance." She's unhinged for this. She went to zero from one, like a hundred on that. <laughs> yes. she, she wasn't like, "Let's do some tarot cards. Let's like no. let's have a let's do a palm reading. Let's do a séance. Let's literally call upon the dead and see what they want from you, Bonnie." Yeah, which they do it for some reason. It wouldn't be yeah. me. Like, if someone had suggested a seance at the sleepovers I'd been to, no. No. Immediately, no. No, see, I'm such, like, a witchy person, and I was definitely into, like, trying, like, tarot and palm readings and, like, yes. you know, lighter than a feather, stiffer than a board. Of course, and, like, of course. Whatever. But I never, like, if an Ouija board came out, I was like, absolutely I not. Go. I, I would go. never do a seance. There's no. some There's some things you don't mess with, and that's one of them. Agreed. And it's especially weird that Bonnie and Elena, like, three episodes ago said that they don't even <laughs> want to be a witch, and here they are, like, well. Yeah, let's do a Might as well call on the dead. I don't know. I think it speaks more to Caroline's um, overpowering personality. Yes, than, I, that uh, is probably else. true. That is a good point. I think yes. that's the main point. <laughs> so they do their setup in Elena's room. Of course. They, for some reason, put candles directly on the wood floor and just burn them with the wax all <laughs> over the floor, which just angers me. Again, wild for that. Teenage also, girls. I probably would have yeah, done something like that, too. Yeah, it's just wild. So they start doing their little seance, and Caroline tells Bonnie to call out to Emily, and she mm. says, Emily, you there? <laughs> it's so it's, good. It's really good. And Caroline calls her out for it, and yep. then she does, does like a proper, Emily, we call to you. Yes. Strange things start happening. Yes. The candles light up, of course, which we know is a witch power. It's a yes. classic sign of a witch oh, power. Oh, classic. Especially the Bennets. Yeah. Yeah. That's All about fire. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they, they ignite the flame bigger. There's um, a draft. We see Caroline gets, like, a chill. Yeah. And Bonnie it's, it's tries to AC. say, it's the AC. It's the yeah, AC. Bonnie. Um, yeah, Bonnie, the actual witch. It's the AC. It's, like, yeah. it's nothing. No, it's just fine. It's fine. But this is also so accurate, too. Teenage girl sleepover. Like, yes. Even though I didn't dabble in any actual witchy things like this level, mm-hmm. I was still, you know, I remember those moments where you're like, something's it's real. going stop, on. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also just love so many of the visuals here. I mean, again, yeah. I'll say it a thousand times. I love magic. I love witches. And this scene mm-hmm. really hits like, it's really good for me. No, it's, like, a, it's a great scene. The moment when the candles light up and they all like throw their hands back to like yes. back off. Like something about that visual is so strong to me. And mm-hmm. I just love the way it looks. I love the way it feels. Yeah. It's really great. Um, and then of course, 
the windows fly open and the candles go out and it's all darkness. Yes. And the necklace disappears by the time they get the lights back on. Yes. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah, very spooky. So the crystal's gone. The lights are out, and then Elena sees, like, a figure shadow go by the door of her room. Mm-hmm. So she kind of goes out there to check and see if Jeremy's out there or something. And Bonnie looks over to Elena's little bathroom that she has and sees the crystal lying on the bath mat. So she goes in there to get it and see what's going on. And she gets locked in there, is screaming for her life. This scared me so much. Yeah. I, I was like, I might not be able to watch this episode. Especially the first watch. Oh, my God. I was going to say, even this time. No, the, no, not the this 20th time. watch. This time, I was like, I know we'll get through. I know we'll get through this, Bonnie. <laughs> but on the first watch. It's scary. It's scary. Well, cause, She's screaming. Yeah, you also don't see inside the bathroom at all. You just see the girls on the outside. And they're yes. scared. And they're yeah, running they're around every single door, checking all the doors. Yeah. They're all locked. Yeah. It's freaky. It is very freaky. But finally, the doors, like, unlock or unseal, Mm -hmm. whatever, Mm -hmm. and the door opens, and we see Bonnie in there, and she has her face in her hands for a few seconds, like a solid 30 seconds, and then she's just, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. And Caroline's like, you're such a faker. You're a liar. (laughs) Yeah, you had me scared half to death. Like, me too, but it's real. And so Caroline storms off, whatever, and then... Bonnie starts to follow her and then we finally see in the bathroom and we see Emily in Bonnie's reflection. Yeah. So we know, of course, Emily has possessed Bonnie. Mm-hmm. The girls don't know yet, but yeah, so Bonnie starts to leave after Caroline. Caroline, like, basically storms out and <laughs> Alina's trying to get them to stop. She's like, guys, guys, don't ruin the sleepover. Yeah. Not literally, but... Yeah, you can't leave. Yeah, you can't leave. I, I don't want you to both, you know, yeah. be haunted. Yeah. yeah. And... Elena, that girl, she's seen a horror movie because she knows. Intuitive. Yes, she's very intuitive. Yes. (laughs) No, she really is. And she realizes. She's like, Bonnie, Bonnie. She's calling out to her. And then she says, Emily. And she turns. So good. It's so good. I wish they didn't show her in the mirror. Because I feel like that was a better impactful, like, whoa, Emily's like in Bonnie's body. Yeah. I kind of wish that too. It's still good. Yeah. I mean, it was on the CW. It was on the it's CW. It's for teens. But they didn't need to do it. <laughs> no, they didn't need to do it. But again, being catered toward like teens, I get it. But I know that. Mm. But even still, the turning when she says Emily is really so good. good. It's yeah. really well done. Yeah, and Kat Graham as Bonnie like, is so good. She's so we good. We finally get to see some acting chops from her other than just being a bully. Yes. No, I was thinking, <laughs> it's I was great. like, I do love Kat Graham in this episode a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In most, but especially this one. It's a yeah. good episode for her. Because she gets some variety. She gets yeah, to do something yeah. a little different. So it works really And she's really getting nicely. more story. Yeah, which yeah. we always love. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Caroline's just oblivious to all of this going yeah, she's on. Just she's whatever. just like, I'm out of here. Yeah, she's out. Bonnie has left. She said to Elena, she's about to leave. She's like, I can't let him do it. Yeah, like I, I have, have to, to stop him. Yeah, I have to stop him. Yes. Elena knows what she means. Elena, yeah, she gets the gist. So she calls up Stefan, of course, and mm-hmm. she's like, and again, they're, this is while they're at the football field. So, so Damon is unfortunately within yeah, earsight. Ear, earshot. Earshot. Earsight, ear whatever. Yeah, earshot. And he, yeah, he hears Elena tell Stefan that Bonnie slash Emily is going to the tomb. Yeah. The church ruins. Yeah, that she's, and I don't know if she says what she's going to do, but I no. think... You know, she gets enough, he gets enough of the gist of it through the call from Elena that, yes. like, 
she's gonna stop him she's got the necklace and she's gonna yes. stop him so yeah emily does not want this to go down yeah so you know damon immediately races into the woods yeah, to the cemetery speed. um to find her and they're pretty much both ready to break the deal at this point damon <laughs> by killing bonnie and yes. uh, emily by destroying the crystal and not allowing him yeah. to get into the tomb so yeah. things are pretty uh strife at this moment yes i also have to say i love the music at this part it's like the original score oh and yeah I the scoring is really like, good i think it's the tomb vampire theme i don't mm. know i'm gonna have to look it up like i never know which themes are like supposed to be associated to which i don't know characters or plot lines yeah. or whatever and i think this one is technically like the tomb vampires theme um it's just so good. It has yeah. such like a creepy, suspenseful yes. aura, and it works really well in like a night scene like this where it's like really tense. Yeah, especially on a first watch, you don't know what's gonna happen to Bonnie. It kind of seems like she could die any second. <laughs> yes, they probably originally intended for her to die oh, any yeah. second. Unfortunately, probably true. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's literally yeah, it's literally like witch and vampire powers coming head to head. Mm-hmm. Luckily. The witch aneurysms they can do and, yeah. like, always win. They always yeah. win. Which is also so exciting to see Emily and Bonnie's body because yes. now we're seeing some real magic. Yes, like, real power, not just I'm lighting up the candles in a room yeah. or yeah. floating feathers. We see a full-on incendia. Yes! With a pentagram. Incendia. Yes! It's oh, great. it's really good. It's, yeah, for all of the witch lovers, it's yeah. top-tier episode. Top-tier magic. Yeah. And Emily reveals that there are 26 vampires yes. down in the tomb. 26. I think it's actually 25 because Catherine isn't down isn't there. But there. still, like a whole classroom worth of, of yes. vampires are yeah. down there. And she says that bringing one back, like if he just tried to get Catherine, it would bring them all back. And she does not want that to happen. Yes. That it will like bring evil to Mystic Falls. So she's pretty dead set on stopping it. Damon's pretty dead set on stopping her. Yep. At this point, Elena shows up, you know, yep. late to the party as yep. usual. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stefan has also showed up. Yes. And Emily, Emily Bonnie tosses the necklace into the sky. Yep. It like blows up. She's mm-hmm. what she we assume destroyed incendia. it. Yeah. She does the incendia on it. And the second that that happens, Damon rushes forward and, and bites Bonnie and starts yes. drinking her blood. And Stefan immediately jumps in to save her. He gives her blood. Mm-hmm. Um, Elena's just standing there. I don't yeah. Know, but she's obviously really unhappy. I think there's, like, one quick shot of her giving, like, a really upset look at Damon. Because, like, obviously, she just saw her best friend get attacked. Yeah. Um, is this the first... So this isn't the first time we've seen a vampire heal I somebody. Think... But it's, like, the first time in a suspenseful moment like this. Yeah. First time in, like, an urgent moment. Because we do see Damon heal Vicky when he tells her to stop bleeding all over the couch. Yeah. But, the, yeah, this is the first time it's... One, seemingly really urgent. And two, I feel like it's just more explicit than when he heals yeah. Vicky. You full on see her neck like heal. Yeah, you like, really you see, see it. the whole yeah. thing happen. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty like notable healing moment. Definitely. And it's where uh, Elena gets some clarity too. She asks like, is she a vampire now? Yes. <laughs> it's like, no, as long as she doesn't die, she's fine. Yeah, which Stefan says it's not likely that she's going to turn into a vampire or something like that where it's like it'll mm-hmm. never happen. It's like, Stefan, this yeah. is how so many people get turned into a vampire. They Literally just happen constantly. to have the blood in their system. Exactly. Um, but beside the point. Beside the point, Stefan and Elena are just having mm-hmm. awkward vibes, this awkward yeah. conversation, um, which they had a whole awkward conversation earlier in the episode at school. Mm-hmm. He stopped by to tell Elena that he wasn't going to be going to school anymore. You know, he's going to like yes. leave so she'd be safe. 
And she's all mad at him. And he's like, you're angry. That's good. It'll be easier if you hate me. Oh, my God, Stefan. He's so annoying. No, he... Oh, God. <laughs> it's too much. Like, it's it's not he's, this dramatic. He's always drama, though. And you know who else is always drama? Caroline. Yes. Who also, this whole episode has been overdramatic about her and Matt. Oh, And my God. she's yeah. confronting Matt about... I don't even know about him saying, him saying hi. hi. Yeah, all of these things. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, Matt is just behaving normally and treating her like they have, he's treated her for years. Yeah. But Caroline's like, you know. She's insecure. Yeah, she's that's very insecure. She's very insecure. And that's basically what Matt says. He's like, you I know. don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so that's yes. where we get. Is, yeah. So while all of this is going on, everyone else is, Bonnie's getting her Bonnie's neck fighting ripped for her out. Life. Caroline is just at home going to bed, whatever. Yep. And Matt sneaks in the window. And they have their whole awkward conversation. Yep. And he admits uh, he did sneak out. He said, mm-hmm. <laughs> We cuddled. It creeped me out. Yeah. Which Caroline doesn't take well. You love to hear that. Yeah. You so, love to hear it. So he's got to soften that up. So then he says, I don't like you. I never have. <laughs> so why would that not make things better? Oh, and then to top that off, he says, you were just all sad and alone. I felt bad for you. <laughs> Matt, okay. he's, he's the anti-Riz king. Matt, yeah. the anti-Riz king. He has, he's, if, he has L-Riz. He's... <laughs> terrible yeah. if damon is like what did you call him the wizard of waverly place yeah. like, damon is like the king of riz yes. stefan we've said his head he has he's, his minute moments he's, he's got tiny matt is negative riz no riz he takes no. the riz that could have been there out of the room yeah no really yeah it's painful it's so bad oh my god why would you want to hear that we cuddled it creeped me out that's so sad. It's so bad. Like, what was he even trying to get to? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It was so bad. Um, which obviously upsets Caroline. Of course. But yeah. they kind of get to a point. They have, yeah. I don't even know how she begins to accept that, but she's just kind of like, yeah. you know, I think he says, I, you know, with everything going on with my mom and yes. she's gone and everything going on with Vicky and she's gone and I'm alone mm-hmm. and I don't think he says in so many words that she's also very clearly alone. But, like, right. I think in that moment she does sense, like, okay, like, maybe this isn't what I thought it was in terms right. of, like, we're dating now or whatever. But clearly we found some common ground and we understand each other. Yes, So they're going to start to explore whatever that might be. But in yes. the meantime, Matt's going to constantly just knock her down and <laughs> remind her that he doesn't even he doesn't like, like her. her. Yeah. <laughs> it's Which... great. Yeah. Caroline has that effect on people, though. We'll see. You hate her until the moment you're dating her. Like, yeah. Out of nowhere. Suddenly you're in love with her. Yeah, Caroline yeah. really, she does pull everyone in this show at some point, pretty much. So she so, makes it work. Yeah. Um, but they're very reluctant about it nine times out of ten from the start. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, yeah. Almost every single person except for one character can I think of who's like pretty reluctant to spend time with Caroline. Yeah. From the get-go. Yeah. Um, she, she turns it around though always she does always. Turn around. then they're always way obsessed with her and she's like mm, i'm over it yeah she's like no i'm too good for you and she's right she is right um unfortunately another person going through heartbreak though oh my god his Damon. face his he, face in this last scene kills me he's devastated yes i really also love this Damon moment and this Damon episode because yes. up until this point, we had been seeing him as 
angry, vengeful, scheming. Yes, a murderer. A murderer, <laughs> yes. an abuser. Yeah. Always up to something bad, always doing something evil, always mm-hmm. doing something villainous. And this is the first moment where he faces, like, loss. And yes. he's devastated. Yes. He's devastated. He's just sitting there, like... He's been working for this very moment and in for within a second. Years. 145 then, years. And in a second, a teenage witch destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really it's so bad. And he oh it breaks my heart. And then Stefan does come over to him for like a moment. And he says to Stefan, referencing their earlier conversation at the football field, Catherine never compelled me. Like this was real for me. It was always real. Yeah, I like I really loved her. I yeah, I knew everything I always did. I loved her. Which yeah. I wanted to mention this earlier, but this is something I always like think about in, you know, in my mind, in my <laughs> spare time because I'm just always thinking about vampire diaries. I always wonder like what level of compulsion were they and like how much do they really love her? But like Yeah. Even if Damon was compelled to love her, and maybe forget that she he was compelled. Doesn't matter. Yeah. He still feels it. Like, it's still very real. I honestly don't believe that either of them were compelled to love her. I know. See, I always think Stefan also just is like... He's in you know, denial. Yes, exactly. He's just convincing himself that because it's I think, easier. I mean, the problem is, I 100%, we see that they are compelled to not be afraid of her. Right. Which, could you really be in love with someone that you're afraid will kill you probably not so i do think that like the compulsion that she does do to make them okay with the vampirism is like Mm -hmm. opens the door for the love being there but i think they did really both fall in love with her yeah i always think so too i go back and forth sometimes especially with stefan but i think so too that's what i've come to conclude i think yeah but i think like even with damon like even if he was compelled to kind of not be as afraid of her um Mm -hmm. It wasn't as much of a barrier as it was for Stefan. No. I mean, we see in, like, later flashbacks that he, like, fed from her a few times, like, before. Damon willingly. Yeah, Damon yeah. did willingly. Yeah. Like, before he was even going to be turned. So I yeah. think, yeah, I think Damon would have been okay with it, even if he wasn't compelled. Yeah. And his love is real, and we really see that in this moment. It's so sad. It's so really he's just devastated, and he ends his sort of little moment by saying that he will leave town now yeah which that doesn't happen so we'll see what happens next how that gets there yeah but yeah he he ends the episode by saying he will leave town now yes Um, so does stefan yes he he and elena have a little conversation and i think i think stefan seeing or elena seeing stefan heal bonnie Mm -hmm. was a big game changer for her at least i think that's all what i always chalk it up to and she goes to Stefan and she says, I can do this. Like, I yeah. can be with you. Yeah, I can handle it. Yeah. But Stefan, <laughs> for seemingly no reason really, is like, I can't. Yeah. I have to leave town. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He says he has to leave town. So I think the reason is he realizes, like, in the way that Elena in that moment realizes he's a protector mm-hmm. and that he's so much more, I always say durable, but, like, he's durable. You know, like, Elena has suffered so many losses. Mm -hmm. At this point, only her parents, but that's such a major one as a 17-year-old. That, like, he's this person that's not just going to go away. And he can heal the people around her. And for her, that's really important. And then for him, Mm -hmm. he's experiencing the opposite, where he sees one of her best friends almost died that night. And he realizes it's his fault that all of this, like, death and destruction is coming into her life. 
And so that's the reason that they're both on opposite pages, I think. Mm-hmm. But it's just so annoying how they both flip-flop every single episode. I know. They do the same debate at the end of every single episode, and they're both every. on opposite sides <laughs> every, episode. every episode. No, I know. Yeah, I, I do understand Stefan's rationale here, but I also don't because, yeah. I don't know. I just, it's and silly. It's silly. And the other thing here is I think a big game changer for Alina is, of course, the lying was like a big thing. Right. And Bonnie knows now. Yes, yeah, she tells Stefan in this conversation also that she's going to tell Bonnie mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Bonnie obviously knew about she already knows the witch powers. At this point. But yeah, yeah, and she she did sort of see Damon, so she's probably going to piece it together anyway. Yeah. But Elena says, I'm Which, telling her everything. The other thing I was wondering, can witches even be compelled? I don't think they can. They can't. At least yeah, that's what so they say later on. When Damon bit her, it's like they couldn't have even taken away. She needs answers. Yeah. So, and she's a witch. She has just as much, you know, uh, she's already in it. She's yeah. already in the world. She is owed that information just as much as anybody else. Right. So, and if she didn't get told by Elena, Grams probably would have explained it to her. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's the big game changer for Elena is that, okay, somebody else is in on this with me and yes. somebody else can like be a part of this with me. And that takes like a huge relief off for her. Yeah. So Bonnie's in it now. Stefan's out of it. He <laughs> walks away off into the distance and Elena does her classic Elena line Stefan. She yeah. just yells out into the woods, Stefan. Classic such a good scream. <laughs> just the way she does the like Stefan, don't. It's wild. Yeah. But then we get the ending scene. Last little like song and montage moment yes. that seems to happen in a lot of these Vampire Diaries episodes at the very end. Mm-hmm. In this one, it's sort of a sad song, but mm-hmm. the only people that aren't sad is Caroline and Matt. <laughs> She's yes. gotten every snack out of her kitchen. Yep. And they're in bed, and, you know, they're going to spend the night together again. Mm-hmm. So, good for them. Yeah. Then we've got Damon, who's sitting at the church ruins. Devastated. Devastated. He looks miserable. Heartbroken. Then we've got Stefan, <laughs> who's also miserable, but we have to laugh because he picks up his diary, looks at a page, and then throws it at the wall, and then starts, like, sobbing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I, he has a right to be sad, but it's just dramatic. It's very dramatic. Then we've got Elena, who's talking to Bonnie and presumably yes. telling her everything, and they're both crying, they're both which crying. is fair. And then they bring it in for a hug. Ugh, they're so Love cute. their friendship. The best of friends, and I'm glad that they finally have each other in what they're going through, you know? Yes. It's nice to have a friend. It is. Then we've got back, also at the Gilbert house, I guess, we have Aunt Jenna, who has seen the boxes that Jeremy's pulled yes. out. And she pulls out, there's a picture of her and Logan. Yes. And she rips it up, which tells us she's done with him. She's yes, moved on. She's moved on. She's over Lark the heartbreak. Yeah. Sliding in. <laughs> I mean, okay, I will say I love a Lark Saltzman. Me and too. If, I mean, if I were Jenna living in this like small town and a guy oh like my him, God, yeah. he's a teacher, <laughs> he's like educated and like handsome, I yes. would be all over that. Yes. So agreed. fair. I would also be ripping up a picture of my ex who yeah. sucks. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. She's doing great. And then ding dong, the doorbell rings. Guess who's at the door? Oh, it's Logan Fell back with a vengeance. Yeah. Who, as we know, was killed. By yes. Damon, I think we concluded. Yes. So, obviously, he's a vampire. Yeah. This is such a great moment on it a is. first watch. It's not as fun it on a rewatch, but it's still pretty good. He And his last line, the very last line of the episode is, Hello, Jenna. Aren't you going to invite me in? Which yes. is pretty indicative of he's a vampire. Yes. 
Jenna doesn't know, but yeah, Jenna we doesn't know. know. But as a viewer, you're like, whoa, we saw him die. What's going on? Yep. And then, and then immediately he says, he says, are you going to invite me in? Which is like, okay, he's a vampire. Yes. Confirmation. Yes. So really dramatic ending to this episode. Very. And that obviously sets up the entire plot for the next episode. Gotta see what the heck happened with Logan. Yeah. How did he come back to life as a vampire? Yeah. Lots to learn. Yes. Lots to know. Yes. I'm so happy we're finally in, like, the thick of it. We're finally, like, in some plot points. Yes. And I'm like, let's just turn around and watch the next one right now. I'm ready. No, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Yes. <laughs> but the good things are no deaths in this episode. Yes. Yes. For our in memoriam section, no deaths. Damon has sworn off killing, so there he were did no deaths. pretty much try to kill Bonnie. <laughs> he did try to kill Bonnie. But so always at least one attempt She murder. dodged that bullet. Yeah. yeah. She's, Unsuccessful. she's good. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, some bullets that were not dodged oh. are out-of-pocket moments. I have two Brutal. characters that come to mind for the way that they treat two other characters. Interesting. I, I do too, but the way you're phrasing it makes me think they're not going to be the same. Well, no, I think they have to be the same. The first okay. is... Just everything Caroline does to Bonnie. Of course, yes. And the yes. second is everything Matt does to Caroline. Oh, see, interesting. I was thinking, well, I guess actually both of those. I would even say Matt's more out of pocket than Caroline. Yeah. But I also wanted to give a little shout out to Mr. Tanner's jackass oh, file. That's, <laughs> that's pretty good. So out of pocket. That's pretty good. Why is he doing that? Yeah, that's like, not a thing a teacher should be at no, all allowed to do. You should not be thinking any like teenager is a jackass. And if you do... Also, a teenager I mean, who lost are, their parents. Yes, exactly. That's Maybe the worst some part of are, But just not, But even no. then, they're 16 years old, 15 years old, Chill. 14 years old. Yeah. You are the person that's supposed to be helping teach them how to, like, exactly. be an adult, to be, like, a person. And instead, you're just going to, like, vilify them. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. It's, it is weird. So that well, was out of pocket for me. Can't believe but, Mr. Tanner came back from the dead with an out-of-pocket nomination. Yeah. That was really bold of him. It really was. That's why it was so out-of-pocket. I guess that's pretty good, but I just can't get past... No, you're right, though. Caroline and Bonnie and Matt Caroline and Caroline. Matt. Yeah, basically everything surrounding Caroline, but I think I gotta hand it to Matt. <laughs> it's just that I don't like you. We talked it's, about all these quotes before, but... It's so good. It's just how backhanded it all it's is. It's all so bad, but at the same time, you're like, yeah. thank you. Yeah, because that's the thing that makes it, I think, so out of pocket. Caroline is trying to be rude to Bonnie. She's mad at her, so she is specifically being rude to her. Yes. Matt likes Caroline, (laughs) or is at least trying to spend time with her, and is like, I don't like you, I don't like you. It creeps me out that we... (laughs) That we cuddled. Yeah, that we were cuddling. Yeah. Yeah, so, Matt, out of pocket. It's Matt. He's the most out of pocket. As for best quote, though, I think for me, I only have one real nomination. There weren't, like, a ton of quotes that I really loved in this episode. But the one for me, I just love Damon. I love that final scene where we get to see him really heartbroken. And just that bit where he says, it was real for me. The whole surrounding quote, but especially that little sentence, it was real for me. I don't know. I always pick the sentimental choices. Yeah, I was going to say, we went really opposite because mine was, mine was, I don't like you, I never have. (laughs) That was my best quote. I mean, I think we should. It's just so funny. I think it should be that one just because it keeps with the the out of pocket moment. um, Yeah. I like that Damon one though. That is really cute. I do really like his. Maybe this one's a tie. It's a tie. Nobody says, we make the rules. Yeah. (laughs) Who says it can't be a tie? It's a tie. It's a tie. I don't like you, I never have. and And. it was real for me. Actually, complete opposite quotes, basically. Yeah. Which is why they both need to be winners. Exactly. It really shows um, the difference from 
Matt to Damon. Yes. Two very different, different energies. Two Watch out, ladies. types of men. That is so, that, yeah, lesson to learn there. Yes. Um, our last category is this song of the episode, the best song. Yeah. Um, not a huge song episode. Yeah. There's not anything that's, like, really big in, like, you know, Vampire Diaries no. memory or anything. Really, the only one that even stuck out for me was the ending song. Yes. That's um, Come Back When You Can by Barcelona. Yeah. I did really love that song. And in fact, it was obviously, it's at the end of the episode, and it was getting toward the episode, and I was thinking, I was like, I don't have a song. <laughs> so I was going to nominate the scoring, which you talked about yeah. earlier. Because the scoring is very good. Okay, I thought about that too. Yeah, I was like, I might have no other choice. But I do really like Come Back When You Can. Yeah. I think if we could give it to the scoring, I would. But I don't know if it counts for I don't our know categories. If it counts either. Because you know what? We can't even put it in our Spotify playlist. Exactly. That's the most important reason why I can't. <laughs> so I think we're going to give it to Come Back When You Can yes. by Barcelona. I think that's good. Yes. Yeah. And you can listen to our Spotify playlist. Yes. It is all linked in our link tree everywhere. And we put each song from each episode that wins the song of the episode so go give a listen to that yes and you can also go to our tiktok and our instagram and follow us at the ripper diaries podcast you can also listen to us <laughs> yes <laughs> yes, you can also, yes i see the i see the cue now a little too late <laughs> yes if you have seen enough of the instagram and tiktok and want even more which you're already watching this but you can watch this on YouTube at The Ripper Diaries, and you can listen on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Also, The Ripper Diaries. And some other places where you get your podcast. Sometimes I've Probably, just found it yeah. some other places. You never know where we'll crop up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for now, this has been Season 1, Episode 9, History Repeating. Yes. And next week, we have Season 1, Episode 10, The, the Turning, Turning Point. Point. Very excited. We're at a real turning point in the season. We so are. Things are getting very intriguing. Yes. Thanks for watching or listening to this one. Bye. Bye.